welcome to the Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's question comes to us from Pat, who has asked us to talk about Calvin and Hobbes. You've been waiting for this one to come up for a little while. I, I have. Um, <laughs> I'm a because rather were... large fan of this comic. You were so chuffed. It. You were so chuffed that the first time it came up in any Guys From Podcast, when we sat down and talked about it, you weren't here. It was you and Jeremy, and I'm listening. And I, admittedly, I don't listen to a lot of the ones that you guys do, just because they're more for a niche market, like they're very game-focused, and as I'm not much of a gamer, I, I'll listen to them, but there's not a lot. I'm just like, I don't know what's really going on, so I don't I don't listen to all of them full through, but that one I was listening, and they're like, a Calvin and Hobbes game. I was like, I, what? How are we? What? Calvin and Hobbes? Come on! Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, Which would make a good video game. It would absolutely make a good video. You could do so much with it. Yeah, Although really you guys did. already talked about that, so there's no sense dwelling on it. Well, and like I get it, right? and it it totally makes sense that you say that because you're not looking to start a D and D game. Like you don't have a DM coming up to you being like, "Hey, man, you should play with us." And you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> I totally have time for that." <laughs> I mean, but, now more than ever, I would say that I have time for it just because I actually have most evenings and weekends. But I also don't know a lot of gamers here, and it's just never really been something that I've really been too into. So. It just doesn't really grab. Why me. listen? Then why listen to a podcast about it? I exactly. Get it. Yeah. But like us inventing video games. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so which one ah. do you want to start with? Do you want to start with John Calvin or Thomas Hobbes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did learn about Calvinist Europe in uh, my Reformation Europe class, so I feel like that's the place to start. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um. So. He was born as Jehan Calvin, not Calvin. <laughs> right now, all of our listeners have just stopped listening. We're literally just recording for the two of us now. <laughs> I think most of our regular listeners can appreciate the fact that they know we'll get past this joke. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> eventually. Those who are just like, oh, Calvin Hobbes podcast. I don't know these guys. Oh, wait, what? That's what they're actually talking about? Oh. Well, I came down the wrong rabbit hole. Yeah. But 17th century philosophy. <laughs> Leviathan. <laughs> Leviathan. Uh, so, actual podcast topic. How did you get into Calvin Hobbes? Was it just Sunday morning or like uh, d- daily comics? Uh, my grandmother had the books. Okay. And I would, when the adults were talking... I was like three, sure, maybe four. When the adults were talking at the table, they would sit me down with the comic books. And by sit me down, I mean I would grab comic books. And so she had Garfield and Calvin and Hobbes. So okay. that's what I read. Okay. And that's that's where I started. Nice. Uh, so were, for you, me... were you like newspaper or? Uh, I, I read it in the newspaper, but I also think... I got the original Calvin and Hobbes book, like the the the, the first of the the collections, just for for my birthday or something like that. And so I read it and just devoured it. And right. so I I just kept reading that one over and over. And then um, the older I got, the more I loved it. And I would read them all the time in the in the the, in the daily paper. 
and as a result kind of started imagining things like him and tried to tried to build big snow forts and and stuff like that just because of how much it affected Calvin and how much it, it influenced him like he really influenced my a lot of my life for the first oh, little that's bit fair. yeah um but I remember so there was like Calvin and Hobbes and then there's the the essential Calvin and Hobbes the indispensable Calvin and Hobbes and it was just basically like they would take a couple of collections like attack uh, revenge of the baby satin and scientific progress goes boink and kind of put them into one book right yeah um and so when i was in grade five we had a, a reward system in our class and i can't remember what you got rewarded for but you ended up getting like hypothetical money and if you got enough money then you could buy things from the the reward drawer. I don't remember all the things I got, but at one point the indispensable Calvin and Hobbes was in that drawer and I like one day I happened to just get enough reward money that I was able to purchase it. So it was like 40 reward dollars or what have you. And as soon as I got that I was like done. I am buying that one. And so I bought myself the indispensable Calvin and Hobbes. And so now I have that one and like, I'm looking at it on my bookshelf. I've got that one and the essential and there's treasure everywhere and lazy Sunday book. Like I've just got a crap ton of, of the, the anthologies, but I also on another bookshelf have the complete Calvin and Hobbes because it's the complete Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, you got the, the 30th anniversary like collector's edition, right? The The brown hardcover yeah, like the yeah. the box set, so it's got four different books, and yeah. um, it comes in a nice, like yeah, the, the nice box. And I think on one side it's got Calvin and Hobbes listening to, um, you know that one comic when they you know they're they got their PJs on and their sunglasses, and you just see them dancing and uh, yeah, and, it's the like the sort of risky business Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, kind of. And then at the yeah. the last comic or the second last panel, it's his parents saying something like, "Who plays hot jazz at." 78 rpm at two in the morning or something like that and uh that's the photo is them kind of grooving with their their sunglasses on it just makes me so happy oh that's fair yeah it's uh it's pretty influential like yep for the most part i would say that a, a a fairly sizable proportion of the people that you and i grew up with can say that at one point or another they were certainly influenced by calvin and Hobbes. Probably, yeah. It and has been credited as the last great newspaper comic. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because it, it, like, it ran for te- a decade, right? Yeah. 85 to 95. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, obviously, newspapers have uh, fallen from their heights sure. at this point. But at, at Calvin and Hobbes's height, it was featured in 2,400 newspapers worldwide. Reruns Jeez. of the strip still appear in over 50 countries in newspapers, and nearly yeah. 45 million copies of the books have been sold. Like, I don't... There is no comic strip since that is as universally appreciated and loved and taught in universities <laughs> as Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. Bill Watterson kind of caught lightning in a bottle with this one, I think. Um, yeah. I've pitched it before, but there's a, a book 
that I have of his, and I can't remember exactly what it's called right now. I'm not, I don't have that in front of me, but it's uh, like a coffee table book of like interviews with Calvin Hobbes and or with with Bill Watterson about Calvin. It'd be a lot more interesting if it was interviews with Calvin Hobbes, but. Um, interviews with Bill Watterson and just kind of talking about how good a comic it is and it's very very thorough but you know the guy tried a bunch of different things and it sounded like he was almost ready to give up and then all of a sudden he just he sold Calvin and Hobbes and then this thing just exploded it just took off yeah and like you said 2400 com or um, newspapers and just spanned the world and I mean there's been like everybody has seen the the ripoff decals of Calvin pissing on you know a Ford logo or a Chevy logo or a, a like a, a, a rival sports team logo or something like that. You know yeah. Calvin's wearing a, a Patriots jersey and he's pissing on a Jets logo or something like that, right? And like he just even the things that he wasn't making royalties on because that was clearly stuff that he's not making because Bill Watterson would never ever ever allow the image of Calvin to do something like that. It just kind of... Oh, yeah, no, there's practically no legitimate merchandise for Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. There Understand. are a couple calendars? Like, he he allowed a few calendars, but that's because that did a, that was still the strip, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that was that was Bill Watterson's thing, was the, the comic strip should stand as, it, as its own thing, as its own art form, rather yeah. than there being stuffed Hobbes everywhere. Which I get. I, I 100% understand and appreciate that yeah it just kind of makes me sad because i would love a hobbs stuffed doll yeah i think we all would of a certain generation everybody wants a hobbs yeah and that's the thing and so like i could just see that it would sit on my bookshelf in my in my bedroom or something just because like he was calvin's best friend but calvin and hobbs were for a long period of time my like some of my best friends because i just couldn't get enough of reading their comics and like i said you know like when he would go tobogganing and i just wish that i had a hill that was big enough that i could just soar down and like they were they i mean they're basically tobogganing down mountains in some of those panels oh yeah well there were it seemed like there would be a week where he's doing the same sledding run yeah <laughs> like they're just having a conversation or the sunday panels when it's what usually like seven six or seven page in a page layout panel? Uh, eight seven eight nine depending on on what was going on in that cartoon sure usually like two up top and then like two so there'd be like one two and then the next two uh rows would have three generally maybe but yeah so but, if you it's know, broken full, up or yeah 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 and a full page would be a full tobogganing run and nobody mm-hmm. i knew had a hill of that size to no. toboggan on <laughs> I mean, I had a hill that size when my friend used to work at the the local ski hill in Barhead, and like it was just in a little river valley, and we could go on our GTs after the hill closed. But oh, yeah, yeah. Beyond that, I, our GT runs lasted about fifteen seconds, if that, just because it was like you start going and then you're down at the bottom of the hill. And I mean, the one right across from my house, it was about a, a six second ride. But I mean, we, you enjoy the hell out of that six-second ride. Absolutely. But the, the, my kingdom for a hill that they were going on with all these different paths and the trees and man, he he just they 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 got the most out of that territory that they lived in. That said, it didn't take us two hours to walk back up that hill, and that's the problem with the tales that they were tobogganing down was 
Like at one point, Calvin in one of the early, early comics, he's walking up with the sled and uh, he comes back into the house and he asks his dad if he's given any more thought to the chairlift. Yeah. And <laughs> just like, he loves tobogganing so, so much. And I just wonder, like, he never got that chairlift, but where's he going? And does he have to, does he get dropped off at this hill? And then he just has to go, you know, he gets to walk home or I'm just, I, I always wonder about how he gets up to the top of that hill again. But, uh, you know, we don't have to see that part. We just get to live in that, those nine panels where they're having an ex- existential conversation as they're tobogganing down the hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's part of what made it so interesting is because this, this six-year-old was having those conversations. Mm-hmm. It was existentialism or philosophy or yeah. art criticism or... Like, it was taking very complicated topics and distilling them down into a conversation between an elementary school kid and his stuffed tiger. Yeah, which is remarkable. I remember there's one panel where, where they're laying up against a tree, I think, and <laughs> I think it, and he goes, what, what do you think, where do you think you go when you die? And then I think it's Hobbs, he goes, Pittsburgh? And goes, is that if you're good or if you're bad? And it's just like these little shots, right? And these little comments. And it's just, I find it so fun. But what I really like is Calvin was like a lot of kids that we knew growing up in the sense that, well, I don't know about you, but I assume you had friends who were of the same sort of elk as my friends where they were really, really smart kids, but they did awful at school because... Yeah. They just that didn't interest them, and that didn't have any bearing on what they were, what they wanted to do. And like when Calvin, you know, when he's when they're going to the to the dinosaur museum, and he's getting all excited, and he's talking about all the different dinosaurs and everything. When it's something that piqued his interest, he was the smartest kid in the world. But when it was things like history math? or math, he just couldn't care. Yeah, well, I remember when he gets that? He goes to the library and gets that book about wasps. Yeah. The, well, that's further to your point. It wasn't yeah. just dinosaurs. It was like anything that was weird and gross mm-hmm. or animal stuff or tigers or anything of that sort. Yeah. He was he was in for a penny, but in for a pound, but anything like what is it like he's doing a, a basic basic arithmetic and it's like 4 plus 2 and he says 42. Yeah. And like when it came to something like so you would think that he was just a complete putts but man he was a smart kid when he gave a damn and i felt like that was another reason and maybe that's what that's what it was like i felt like i could really associate with him on a lot of different levels i loved using my imagination i loved tobogganing i loved i mean i i liked biking and he never could ride a bike but no well the bike was trying to kill him it's true exactly so i mean it's not his fault it's the bike's fault but yeah there was a lot of things that I felt like I could really see myself in Calvin, but then, and the same, like there was some, I wasn't a, a terrible student, but I was much better when it was something that interested me. And I always left it to the last minute as he does on a regular basis. It'd be and like, that's the commentary on the peril and the trouble with public education and the education system as it's built. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's like it's a greater commentary on that. But when you're five and you're reading Calvin and Hobbes, you don't think about it 
but when you're 30, you do. Yeah. Or 20, you do. <laughs> you think about stuff like that. Exactly. You know, I think about people that I went to school with who loved dinosaurs. I, I mean, what six-year-old boy doesn't like dinosaurs at all? But, like... Well, I th- yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> but I think about the ones who, you know, like Ross Geller from Friends, who just loved dinosaurs. And what happens if you take that love and you can actually nurture it and make it into something bigger? And I don't know, I don't know, I can't fix the, the, the modern Western education system, obviously, but I think But you're about, trying, one yeah, day at a time. Right, exactly. I think about if I would have been, if they would have seen the things that I was interested in and nurtured those, then who knows where I'd be right now. Yeah. But that said, if nobody shows it, although there were people who just loved math, I yes. never understood those people. There, I have, I definitely had friends who loved math, pure math, just adored Ugh. it, and that was like, but it was, it was problem solving to them, right? Like they liked that puzzle, right? And that's that's what they dug doing. Like I never, I could never get it because that's just no. that's not my jam. No, but well, I, you and I, I understand both, it. Yeah, yeah. You and I are both very like minded in the sense that we were more on the the humanities, social studies, English side. We liked yeah. reading. We liked the history part. It was less the 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 math and I could like the the, I mean I could science. do math I could do science but I didn't love them as much as I, I loved reading I loved writing short stories I loved history that was the thing that really got to me, right, yeah, yeah I was yeah like I was good at all of it, but my grades definitely showed that the stuff I cared about I was better at, certainly that said my grades were good i did enter national baccalaureate like i had the grades it's just yeah chemistry i'd get 80 something and history i'd get 98 99 right because it it, it, it's exactly what you're talking about though right like i care about history i could sit during a weekend if i had to do astrophysics i was putting it off putting it off putting it off Mm mm-hmm if I had to do a history report, it was done Saturday afternoon while I'm, like, listening to football. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember in grade 11, I had a short story that I had to write in English class, and I did research for it. I, it was about a POW escape, and I had never heard of The Great Escape at that point, but my parents suggested that I, I watch that. So I watched that, and I watched Catch-22 to get, like, information about what I wanted to write, and then I wrote this story, and I actually handed it in early i handed it in before it was due because i was so excited to get this project done yeah and that's I think just i still have it like i'm looking right now at the 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 binder that has it because i really enjoy that story and would at some point love to expand it and that was well, from there you go like 20 years ago that's how much yep. i love that project whereas oh my god math I, I remember there were days i was doing it 10 minutes before class started because i just didn't care <laughs> That's never a good idea. No. Well, and but, we, as Calvin has rightly taught us, what was the... They had the, the bug project, which is weird because Calvin loves gross things. And so collecting 50 different insects seems like it would be right up his alley. But... Yeah. But that was just something that he didn't get into. And it was just... So that one was a little odd because it seemed like it would be something that he would really love, but he just... That bug collecting project, he just never, ever got into it. And then by the end, he had, like, a fly 
And then he a half had drowned like worm. a half drowned worm and a, a thing of lint. Lint, yeah. And he tried to tape them onto paper, and that didn't work. And I mean, obviously, Susie was hers was per- perfectly uh, uh, displayed with into pins boxes, and, and yeah, yeah, like she did. She was so thorough because she was the antithesis of Calvin, where she she was like, I guess she was a brown noser, like she was just like the the, the teacher's pet. Um, which is why she was such a good foil to Calvin, because yeah. they they hated each other, but they also loved each other in a weird sort of way. Um, well, there's a, again, there's six, so right. exactly he doesn't really know what that means yet because she's the girl next door. Because you yeah. know they dated. Oh yeah, like in in high school. Calvin is either like a dropout who's smoking, or he's figured it out. And my guess is with his patent lawyer dad, he's probably figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I was, I can't remember if it was you I was talking to on another podcast. I don't know. I, all my conversations have started to run together. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as they do. But I was talking with somebody recently about how all the things that I wanted as a kid that my parents never gave me like I wanted a Nintendo in the worst way and I wanted um I can't even remember uh, other examples that I gave but like all these things that I really wanted to do I wanted to go to Disneyland and I wanted to 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 do all these these crazy things and have all this stuff and I never got them and my parents never indulged me in all these little gimmicky things and at the time, oh my god, I resented them. I wanted, like, that. it was just like, oh, all my other friends have Nintendos. How dare you not get me one? And looking back on it, my life was not that bad. And my life was pretty great. And not having a Nintendo meant that I went outside and used my imagination and got real-life experience. And I'm not saying that those who were gamers did not, but it just, I, I had to rely on other means of entertaining myself. And so looking back on it now, I go, okay, mom and dad, I get it. Thank you. I appreciate it. But at the time, I hated it. And you look at Calvin, it was the same thing. Like, everything, according to his dad, builds character. Being cold builds character. Being stuck outside builds character, right? Yep. So I think, to your point, his dad was a very, like, at the time, he was, Calvin would probably consider him a jerk and a jackass, but... you know, he his polls were perpetually down. Every time Calvin oh, yeah. gave him updates, his polls were down. Other than when he did point out how much it cost to raise Calvin. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some interesting food for thought. Now, uh, here's the the average cost of raising a child is a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Now, would you consider that a gift or a loan? <laughs> Yeah, gotcha, and Dad. So, going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> his dad and his mom were both such good influences in the grand scheme of things, and I feel like all those life lessons that they taught him probably did him more service than he actually thought. Yeah, well, I think once it's gonna... You never saw it in the comics, but mm-hmm. once it clicked for him, like once something clicked into place, he would have been a great kid. Because he yeah. is a great kid. It's just he doesn't he doesn't know how to settle into that cookie cutter thing, which is, again, a commentary on the education system. Certainly. But once he figures out a niche, 
and it clicks yeah. for him. Whether it's because he doesn't like sports. No, that is evident in the in when he has to play baseball in gym class. Yeah, yeah. Although to be fair, he's pretty small at six. That's true. So yeah. eventually, it might get better, or he'd find one he likes, or whatever. But or he doesn't, and he's just not a sports guy. Well, but I mean, like maybe he skiing. Sure. There's a ski club. He gets in. Like if he could, you not see Calvin and Hobbes or Calvin? He might bring Hobbes too. You never know. Sure. But could you not see him as a skier? Like one of those. Oh. I don't know if you had those in in your high school, and even junior high. But we had like ski bums. Kids oh, who sure. just lived to ski. Like I could see Calvin being that guy. Well, considering how much he loves tobogganing, it's just right? a logical next step to and skiing speed. or snowboarding. I could see him also being a snowboarder. Yeah, true. Although when he grew up, which is the same time we grew up, yeah, fifty-fifty. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like it, because it, if he was around from eighty-five to to ninety-five, like he was, you know, he was six years old when I was two years old, but. Um, he he would have likely started skiing like a lot of yeah. the people that we went to, to school with. And then, you know, when he hit high school, probably he might have made the switch to snowboarding. Try At least snowboarding. tried it. Yeah. yeah. Which is me. I, I, I'm I still a skier, but I, I tried snowboarding, really liked yeah. it, but then ended up getting skis for Christmas that year. And I was like, well, it makes more sense for me to use the skis that I own than it does to rent a snowboard every time I go out. I liked skiing more. I did both. And you're right. Yeah, snowboarding's cool. I just, I don't know what it is. I liked skiing more. So I yeah. just stuck with that. And Calvin, he could have gone either way. I feel like skiing would have been more fun for him. But at the same time, he kind of had that, like, I feel like he had the snowboarder attitude. Yeah. So, or maybe he would have just been one of those guys who did both. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, no, and that's the thing. Like, he probably, he doesn't seem like the, the most team sport person. He is more of a individual sport and, like, not necessarily a sport, but more of, a, like, an activity. Like, would, do you not think Calvin would have been an Olympic skeleton guy? Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that's, that, that's what I mean by sport. Something would yeah. have eventually clicked for Calvin. Yeah. And, and it would have been like, fallen oh. into something like, okay, this is this is what I want to do now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You briefly brought up Calvin's parents. I love mm-hmm. his parents. Mm-hmm. They are super awesome. And I think my favorite exchange from them ever has got to be when Calvin's mom says, you're not sorry we had Calvin, are you? And his dad says, are you? <laughs> and then her, she says, I asked first. Besides, it wasn't all my decision. And then his dad says, all I know is I offered to buy us a dash hound, but <laughs> no, you said. <laughs> Someday I'm going to get my DNA check to see if he's really my kid. And his mom says, take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, there's a few of those moments where um, you just you look at them and because he's an only child and he's one of those like, definitely only child children like i think they're yeah. like okay we're done with one um <laughs> calvin's enough yeah he's 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 enough of a handful but the just the little interchanges that they have like that one and then there's the other one that um i think they're 
Calvin and, and, and Hobbes discovered what happens if you just stick a roll of toilet paper in the toilet and flush it right off the roll. And the, so it's just like flush and then they're laughing and then flush and then they're laughing. Um, and then then you see downstairs and like, what do you think is happening? Or, or I think the dad says, uh, I'm going to go see what your kid is up to. And the mom says, my kid, come here and let me explain something to you. And it's just like those little moments where... It's just like, oh my god, they are, like, they're just at their wits' end, but at the same time, they love him so much. Yeah. Uh, all of his dad's explanations of how the world works are so just, good. like, why the sky is red. No, the sun actually <laughs> lands in Arizona. That's why the rocks are so red. Wouldn't it crush everything? I read it's big. Oh, no, that's a lot. That's, in modern times, it's like, that's fake news. See, it's about the size of a quarter, and he holds one up. Wow, dad is so smart. Why? What did he tell you? <laughs> yeah. Or the dad, how do people make babies? Most people just go to Sears, buy the kit, and follow the assembly instructions. <laughs> I was like, I came from Sears? No, you were a blue light special at Kmart. Almost as good and a lot cheaper. Doesn't he at one point check the tag on the back of his shirt and say something about, oh, you came from Taiwan? Taiwan? <laughs> yeah. Hobbs checks his shirt. Yep. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, and there's another moment I can't remember which what the context is, um, but uh, Calvin's dad is explaining something to him, and from off the off panel, all you hear is is uh, you see the mom just yell "dear" <laughs> because yeah. he's clearly BSing him somehow, and yeah. all of those are just so good. Um. <laughs> It's weird, but I also like that they you never get a name for the parents. Like, they're the only ones in the entire panel that don't actually have a name. Yeah, it's just mom and it's dad. It's just mom and dad, exactly. Which is another, like, it's a very astute statement on the world. Because as a kid, like, I knew my parents' name, but they were mom and dad. And then everybody else in the world had names. So, they, like, my mom and dad didn't need names because they were just mom and dad. Yeah. So, like... That's that is the inherent genius of Bill Waterston. Waterson is that he he was so observant of the entire world and and how kids see the world. And for a guy who was like fifty ish, maybe younger, I can't remember how old he was when he started writing Calvin and Hobbes. Probably less than that. But yeah, I'm not sure. He was just so astute and was able to write kids so well despite the fact that he hadn't been one for you know like 15 years himself yeah yeah and like calvin well he you know he was he probably could have been a skier he probably would have done like uh like you said skeleton or something like that but he had such a creative mind i mean just the fact that he could come up with these conversations with hobbs alone but like the things that he invented and the way he saw the world, like, you know, Spaceman Spiff was an amazing alter ego. Yeah. And the the different, like, all his gruesome snowmen were just I love the snowmen so oh much. My God. The snowmen were so good. But, like, Calvin Ball, and when we were talking about sports, like, he liked sports that he invented. Yep. So he, he had such a creative mind. But, oh, my God, yeah. The, the snowman that is that might be my favorite part of Calvin and Hobbes the the killer oh, mutant snow goons yeah every time he covered his dad's what looks like a tercel 
Yeah. <laughs> in weird, weird snowman accidents. There's the there's the one where yeah, like I think Calvin's dad goes out in the morning, and there's the snowman, and it looks like like it's the 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 top of it is on the the car, and the midsection is off, and then like the the bottom section is even further away because it looked like the snowman just crushed the or the the car just crushed the snowman. Yeah, um, that was good. But Are, there's. Aren't there two snowmen? And how Calvin found branches to look like the arms for every <laughs> snowman he ever needed? Like, as a kid, that bothered bothered me to the sense that, man, I wish I had trees that made branches like that. Sure, yeah. Because on that one where they were crushed and stuff, weren't there, like, two bystander snowmen who looked horrified? Just abject horror. And they, I think they had their, like, their branch arms up to their mouth like they were looking so shocked. Yeah, I th- I think I think we're thinking of the same panel. Actually. Totally, we are absolutely thinking about the same panel. Yeah, and what was the one you don't like my snowman house of horror? Do you something along those lines? I think I can't remember exactly what the the one was, but like Calvin, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the snowman panels now because there's one where his mom and dad are out for a walk, like they're just having a nice walk in the middle of, of the winter and they go past and walking past all the other houses that have the, super normal like friendly snowman yeah like there's the mom and the like the the, the grown-up and the kid and then there's just like a, a standard one and then there's the one that's like a three-headed snowman or something and i can't remember if it's his mom or his, mom or his dad who say uh you can always tell when we get to our house yeah so disappointed and just like embarrassed almost it's so good oh my god i love the snowman so much i think like i love that i have the complete works and i love that i have the like various collections so i don't have to read the entire complete works i can just pull down the indispensable or or there's treasure everywhere or what have you right i feel like if they just did a compilation of all the um Calvin and Hobbes winter collection. Yeah, exactly. Between sledding and snowman, I think that would be absolutely tremendous. The one time he made something that was sort of normal. Do you remember when he made the the moai, the Easter Island heads, and just a, a giant line of yeah. moai? Yeah. What you don't like Easter Island? I like <laughs> Easter Island. <laughs> And I'm like, you guys should be encouraging this. Those are more sane than all of the other ones he makes. <laughs> exactly. Like, we finally get this one. Like, this is as close as it's going to get. So you guys need to accept how great this is and be yeah. happy with this. It's funny that we're doing this podcast today because literally on my Facebook uh, five years ago, a friend posted something and I'm going to read the link out to people and maybe uh, we can add this in the, the show notes because this is the greatest thing that has ever been posted on my wall. It is a Calvin and Hobbes search engine. Oh, and so yeah. If you want, if you, if you're trying to find a certain panel, because to me, Calvin and Hobbes is like the Simpsons or South Park or or like Futurama where I find I can make references to Calvin and Hobbes on a lot of various things. And yep. so I'm always looking for that particular panel. So it's uh, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Lying Ling, L-Y-I-N-G-L-I-N-G. That's all one word, michaellyingling.com slash 
random slash Calvin underscore and underscore Hobbs. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, Dave will just send me this. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, so I'll just send the link because it's phenomenal. And I've used that on so many occasions. And it, it will, I don't know what it's, what it uses as a database, like comics.com or something. And it will be able to reference every Calvin Hobbs. So if you just type in like snowman, then it will come up with all the different references to snowman or Mo. Yeah. It will come up to all different times where Mo is in the panel and it Bonk. works out so well. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. want to see so, Mr. Spittle? Like, yeah, I don't know why you'd want to see Mr. Spittle. I guess you could. <laughs> I mean, if, if one were so inclined. I'd, I'd, he doesn't really show up much. In, no. Like, he's he's usually in the last of a three-panel comic yeah. after Calvin's been sent to his office. So Right, exactly. Yeah, like the why is he eating his hall pass, which is one of my favorite looks <laughs> in the world. Because it's a spaceman spiff, and I can't remember exactly what he's getting in trouble for, but he ends up getting sent to the office. And the, the last spaceman spiff thing says spiff springs into action and then it shows uh calvin at the principal's office and with miss wormwood and calvin is eating his hall pass and he just says why is he eating his hall pass (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but i like it yeah oh we didn't talk about tracer bullet Mm, mm -mm. at all no which i always i i never really got until i got older now that i know film noir private private yeah that's the private detective Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah, there were some that I didn't understand quite as much until old, I was older. Like, they, they were okay. Like, I'd seen Dick Tracy, and I'd seen the odd detective movie, so I knew it was kind of like about a detective, but I didn't find the the humor in them as much because the humor was a little bit more niche, I guess. Yeah. Niche and adult. Exactly. I was just going to say that because... As a kid, yes, it's fun to look at all these different snowmen and try and replicate all the all the little snowmen and stomp on them like your Godzilla running amok in Tokyo or something. But um, <laughs> I always loved that one too. Yeah, because yes. there's that like he builds them all, and then there's that look of just pure mischievousness on his face. Like he's just like, okay, now now comes that was the work, and now comes the fun part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was some like the tracer bullet where I was like, I didn't quite get it as much as I probably, I, I certainly didn't get as much as I do now because I just didn't understand why it was funny. But now, good oh, Lord. Now, yeah. The yeah. way Have they're inked seen? as well. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. And that was, again, that was the beauty about Bill Watterson is he can make things like Calvin as a comic book character is just so simple. There's not a yep. lot to him, but it was the the it was the spaceman spiff and this, and I think even he talks about it in that interview. He talks about like how the world was. It's almost like um, Guillermo Guillermo del Toro. I fucked it up again. Um, and how <laughs> someday, like, it, Dave? Right, someday exactly. you will say Guillermo del Toro's <laughs> name properly, the first and it time. will be. I will. I will find a sound clip that I can use of like horns or fireworks <laughs> and I will put it behind for you. And I know how to say this, it, just I always munson it. Anyway, it's like in Pan's Labyrinth where in the, the real world is so bleak and so dreary, but the 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 imagination, the imaginary world is the one with all the color and the life. And that is very similar to 
Calvin and Hobbes is all the the things that he is imagining. It's these grand, grand uh, landscapes and and beautiful things and rich colors and everything. And then you come back to the reality, and it's just so simple and it's plain, plain exactly. It's 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 mundane. It's finding the art of the mundane, basically. Certainly, yes. And so with the things that he's imagining, like Tracer Bullet and like Spaceman Spiff, those are the ones where like those. There was some incredible art in those panels. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Space Band Spiff was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Just because I am a sci-fi guy as well. So sure. So it's just, that was, it's such a, it's drawn in such like an EC comic sort of way. Mm-hmm. An old style, like pulp comic. Okay. Where it's gritty and kind of dirty. Sci-fi, it's not the fancy dreamer sci-fi it's not a you're not seeing it on posters in the 50s it's not like bubble helmet it i realize he has a bubble helmet but it's not like yeah waving flag and dashing strong jawed hero fighting basically anthropomorphic alien right it's dirty it's gross Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just an empty wasteland (laughs) because he's crashed again yeah before we go yeah we haven't mentioned Rosalind at all. Oh my god. Which oh. I feel is a mistake because the babysitter episodes and she's also the swimming instructor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I kind of forget that she is also the swimming instructor and then as soon as I get to those ones I'm like oh, of course she is. This person yeah. that he does not trust and just absolutely cannot stand and is just in absolute terror to. Of course she would be the swimming instructor. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> like, the first thing she so... says is, okay, the first thing we're going to work on is the dead man's float. Help! Help! <laughs> Just sets the tone perfectly. I also really loved the fact that there was that one time when they bonded, and they bonded over Calvin Ball. Oh, yeah! Where, like, because he's always a nightmare for her, and she makes a killing getting yeah. paid to watch Calvin because she's the yeah. only one who will do it so they have to pay through the nose but then there's that one time where Calvin what do you want to do I want to play Calvin Ball Calvin yeah. Ball and then so then they play it and she grocks it yeah and and realizes what she has to do and then they play Calvin Ball and Calvin's great and she mm-hmm. has a nice night and it worked and then she then I can't remember exactly how but she basically owns him right at the end and like Says he has to go to bed, and he's and he goes to bed without a fuss because it's just like babysitter flag. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what it is. She tapped like, oh, I have the babysitter flag. That that means you have to obey your babysitter, and it means it's time for bed. He's like, ah, stupid babysitter flag, and then he just goes (laughs) without a fuss because that's the rules of Calvin Ball, and she honored the rules of Calvin Ball, and he has to as well, and it's the best. Yeah. Because, yeah, other than that, it's just an absolute, he is an absolute terror. Oh, my God. And it's so funny. I love the Rosalind panels. Yeah. Like, all of the strips with Rosalind. Always on the phone with Chuck and, uh, (laughs) you know, chatting with him. And he's always interjecting. And, yeah, it's just, oh, they are so good. And I'm glad you brought those up because I feel like anybody listening would have felt like we did a disservice. I mean, I understand that we're 45-ish minutes into this conversation, and there are so many other things we could touch on with oh, yeah, like, like We haven't really talked about Miss Wormwood at all. We spent no. zero time on Mo. We spent practically no time on Susie Durkins, other than the fact that she's girl next door and kind of the, like a 
teacher's pet. Yeah. We but didn't we didn't talk, talk about like, gross. Get rid of slimy girls. Yeah, we didn't talk about, the like, his treehouse. We didn't talk about the the camping trips and the oh, their God, summer I, holidays. The camping trips. they It always rains. Right? Oh, my God. And Calvin, the first time, Calvin's so excited. Camping, a whole week on the island. <laughs> it, it sounds so good. And then... The last day, his dad, I can't remember, anyway, they're they're packing up, and Calvin says, I can't wait to get into the car and crank some AC, and just, like, he went from being super optimistic to just hating life and just can't wait to get home. Yeah, because that first time, it's yeah. just miserable, so then he thinks it's <laughs> going to be like that every time. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, to some people, that's what camping is. Like, some people just have shit luck when it comes to camping, and I feel yeah. like that's the... That's Calvin's family. They just can't get lucky. <laughs> well, I, I was I thought you were gonna go with the the angle that his dad, because on that first time they went camping, it the rain finally cleared up as they were packing up. Yeah, and then it was it did the standard like comic book swearing yeah. thing. Yeah, and Calvin's like leaning over to Hobbs, being like, "We'll look up those words when we get home." <laughs> Totally, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like, oh God, the, the fishing, like his dad is such an, a, a perpetual optimist. And yeah. I love it. And he's just such a, an, another good foil to Calvin, who is just such a moody six-year-old. Before we go. Yeah. The last thing, and but by go, I mean, we'll go to an ad. And then I found a super... Trixie quiz for Dave to try and take on Calvin and Hobbes. So if you're into quizzes, stick around after the ad. And if not, the last thing we're going to talk about is that cardboard box. Oh my god. Because we haven't mentioned the cardboard box. And to not mention the transmogrifier, the flying time machine, the duplicator would be insane. That's that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Again, what an imagination. Yeah. But well, like, weren't you not the same way though? Like you could turn a box, like I I took any time I could get a big box. Mm-hmm. It was like three or four days of I'm playing in that box. Oh God, for for years, like even as like a you know the older I got, I still didn't care. A box was so universally neutral that yeah. you could do anything with it. It's like I've I've often said like you. My nephew a couple of years ago got some sweet toy for Christmas and then just ended up playing with the box. Yeah, um, it happens. And it's like, because there's the, the the one episode where, or the one episode, the one, sure, episode, where Calvin is saving all that money from the chocolate-covered Frosty Bombs to buy that beanie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he finally gets the beanie, and he and Hobbs are trying to put it together, and he snaps, like, the battery casing, and then his dad helps him, and he finally puts it all together after weeks of waiting and after just trying to get there, and he finally gets this hat, and he puts it on. And he doesn't fly away, and he gets so incensed. And then as he's like, as he's leaving, and it's the last, the last thing is like, you know, he kicks the 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 hat and off he goes. And then he says, "Well, at least we got this sweet box." Yeah. No, it's not a total loss. Yeah. Um. Uh, in that mini story, I just have to chime it in there. It's like, yeah. Uh, holy crap, Dad fixed it. Hey, Mom, Dad fixed something. He did. <laughs> Your dad? Okay. <laughs> Totally. 
and there's just so many good things like when he's trying to sell his dad on on what to what to eat for breakfast he's like hey dad what are you eating P- boring old uh oatmeal oatmeal <laughs> like, yeah you go criticize my cereal somewhere else and yeah so there's there's all that but then he gets this box and i don't know if it's the same box but it it's is not that one's really small yeah that's what i thought the, but the, the transmogrifier is like a like a tv box like yeah, a tube tv box it fits him and hobbs in it easily and like yeah or the duplicator because it's the duplicator when it's upside down it's the transmogrifier when it's on its side, I think. And then it's the time machine when it's right side up. Uh, on its side, it's the duplicator. Transmogrifier's down. Because remember when he right. turns himself into the elephant? He has to, like, right. sit underneath it? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. right. And also, I can now picture the the duplicates of Calvin walking out through the side of it. Right. Yeah, it's... it's that is possibly the best Bill Watterson statement on childhood right there is... You can have all this sweet stuff, but really when it comes down to it, a box is all a kid needs. That box is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to remember that when I have kids. <laughs> I know you wanted a PlayStation, but here's a box. Have fun. And then my kids will hate me, and then I'll just perpetuate Then the you'll cycle. tell them that it builds character. Exactly. Yeah. See? I'm just... I, I am already... I've already evolved from being Calvin to Calvin's dad. Oh, boy. <laughs> God help us all. Uh, I'm just going to stick with being Hobbs. <laughs> Fair. That, that sounds pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> Weirdly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also don't actually exist. Okay. Now now we're back to existential conversations here. <laughs> Great. Uh, so like I said, uh, the second half, we could talk about Calvin and Hobbes for days and mm-hmm. reminiscing about stuff and going strip by strip and book by book. Yeah. But rather than doing that, we're going to have Dave take a Trixie Calvin and Hobbes quiz right after the break. So if you're into that, stick around after we talk to you about Gemlore. Gemlore the Destructor is bringing us this quiz. Praise Gemlore. Praise him, Dave. I do every time. Every time you do what? Anything. Gamlore! As Sean promised, he's going to do yet another quiz to make me look like an idiot, and um, <laughs> this should be interesting. Well, I, I'm not... The, the attempt of this is not to make you look like an idiot. <laughs> I know. But this is a topic that I know you know very well. Mm-hmm. This is This is something that I feel you could take a difficult quiz on and actually do pretty well with. I hope so. I'm just worried that I think, like, I, I've read Calvin Hobbes a bunch, but it's been a while since I have read it, and I'm just, I'm curious to see how much, how deep I can pull on this thing. That's fair. And uh, for the record, I have picked a hard quiz. Before we started recording, I took several of these to try and find one that I that I didn't walk through. Right. Basically, was the question. Because I did come across some internet quizzes where it's like, 
the hardest Calvin and Hobbes quiz on the internet. And it took me two, two and a half minutes, and I got 100% because oh. it was nothing. Right. So this one is a little trickier? <laughs> this one's a little bit trickier. It's also not multiple choice. This is one where you have to give me the answer, and I type it in. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like this... This isn't multiple choice. This isn't you get a picture. This is this is a question or it's a line from Calvin and Hobbes. Ooh, I like that. And because I, we have recognized the fact that a good chunk of our audience really likes it when we do fun little quizzes and stuff Certainly. when it comes to topics like this one. Yeah. Or beer or the zombie uh, one. Or the zombie or next week when we're doing another Christmas treat because last sure. year we did. The, hey, Dave, guess how much these stupid presents cost? Mm-hmm. Whereas this year we're doing, uh, here's a teaser for next week. Yeah. Next week we're doing, hey, Dave, how much do the most expensive billionaire gifts cost? Yeah. So, like, those ones aren't necessarily quizzes. They're just a list that you have found and you're just kind of quizzing me. But. Right. Um, this one is legitimately a quiz. This is a legit quiz. Which is awesome. And what I really like. I used to have Jeopardy on my like the the Jeopardy app on my phone, but it was right. it was multiple choice, which is uh, weird. Yeah. Whereas like I think that's not Jeopardy. No, and there was an old um, Nintendo version of Jeopardy, and you actually had to type in the answer, and which was a pain in the ass on the Nintendo. Super pain in the ass. <laughs> I never played yeah. it until about five years ago, and I loved it because you actually had to type in the answer. I don't like multiple choice when it comes to stuff like that because it's like you either know the answer or you don't right so i'm worried but at the same time i would rather do a quiz like this than i would a multiple choice cool yeah so there are 30 questions okay that's about it 30 questions (laughs) try and get as many as you can okay all all on calvin and Hobbes. okay so if you're ready yes and our audience is ready we'll take that as a yes then here we go. First question is, what is the name of Calvin's jungle-faring alter ego? <laughs> I can picture him. The guy with the safari hat? Jungle-faring alter ego. Oh, man. Maybe I do wish there was multiple choice. <laughs> You brought this on yourself. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, you, you can pass. Okay, pass. If you like. Yeah. Complete the line. Hmph, as in H-M-P-H. Yeah. I do it my, again in a minute. Susie likes my blank by Hobbes. Oh, God. Um, hmph, I do it again in a minute. Susie likes my... It's, it's like, bushy tail or something like that. <sighs> uh, bushy tail is incorrect. Oh, God, I can picture it. Oh, God, this is killing me. <laughs> Susie likes my... Bow tie. Bow tie is incorrect. Tie? Tie is incorrect. God damn it. It's a piece of cloth I don't know. Pass. Shit. Okay. Complete the line. Help me gather up the blank, you sissy. Calvin. Help me gather up 
gather up the sled toboggan one of those two sled is correct Whew. how you feeling so far <laughs> this is a very good quiz it's harder than i thought i'm i'm still pissed about that the uh Susie likes my i can suspenders it's something it's a piece of clothing god damn it but i can't remember what <sighs> anyway so it's frustrating okay. but like the good kind of frustrating do you want me to give you that one? Because I, I do know that one. Yes. What? It's jams. Damn it! Susie likes my jams. God damn it. It's from the water fight. He's wearing surf jams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, for the for the record, for the listening audience, unless I put in the correct answer, it will not fill in an answer until there is a timer, but I'm pausing the timer every time I let Dave think. Because mm. he can't see it, so it's not fair to be like... Go faster! Because <laughs> uh, that, that seems kind of stupid. Yeah. But then, if I don't get it right, I don't get the correct answer until it, the, the end of the, the timer. Or the we game. give up. Right. So, that's how this is working. Okay. Shall we continue? Yes. What color is Spaceman Spiff's outfit? Uh, for the record, as Dave thinks, this is the Calvin and Hobbes 30th anniversary quiz. Difficult. Red. Sporkle. Red is incorrect. Yellow? That's not yellow. Uh, yellow is half correct. Half correct? There's okay. two colors. Yellow and... He's not just like a hornet. No, he's not in Steelers colors. Yellow and... Black? No, we already talked about that. He's not in black. <laughs> He's not in Steelers colors. Right. Um, all I can picture is the yellow and, like, the, the helmet. Blue. Yes, it's blue and yellow. Jesus. <laughs> that took me way longer than it should have. Whew. Probably. What is the name of Susie's doll that Calvin holds for ransom? Oh, my God. That is a deep pull. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. I really should have read some more Calvin and Hobbes before we did this. Um, <laughs> as soon as I find out the answer for this one, I'm going to lose my mind because I know it. I can picture it. Pass. I hate myself. Okay. What does Calvin tell Susie he has in the big bag which will help him on the history test? Big bag that will help him on the history test. <sighs> what does Calvin have in the bag that will help him on the history test? Again, I can picture it, but I can't think about it. Um... Um... I'm getting all my, like, my problem is I keep thinking of things that are, like, definitely not from Calvin and Hobbes. Like, Mr. Honeybunny is the doll that Lisa steals and or, or that Bart steals and rips the head off. So I can only picture Mr. Honeybunny, so I can't picture the doll's name. And the same, like, all I can picture is Ralph with a cow's heart, which is clearly <laughs> not going to help Calvin in the history test. So clearly what you're saying is I need to find you a really difficult Simpsons test. And then all you'll think about is Calvin exactly. and Hobbes stuff. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't know. I pass. 
Whew. I know. This is embarrassing. I've got to go on a hot streak here, I'm hoping. What is the name of the sequel to Hamster Huey and the Gooey Kablooey? Oh, God. Um, Hamster Huey and the Gooey Kablooey. Which is, like, why can't they just say what is the, the... I mean, I guess that's too easy. That's the easy quiz. Right. Um, Hamster. Just trying to think of the context of that. Hamster Huey and the Gooey Kablooey. <sighs> mm, I. God damn it! Because I think, like, he reads Hamster Huey, and there's, like, the happy hamster hop, and there's all the sounds and the voices. I can picture everything about Hamster Huey except for the goddamn sequel. <sighs> I don't know. Do you know any of these? Some, yep. Like Susie's doll name, for sure. Yeah, I feel like that one. I need to. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hate myself for that. Probably the the name of his jungle alter ego. Yeah, because that's got a, a place in my heart. Uh, I didn't remember that what he had in the bag. I I knew most of this one. I didn't get it right, but I knew most of it. All right. Well, I'm passing. So can you at least give me a start on it? Uh, Commander Corlander. Oh. Coriander, I think. No, I'm, I'm blanking. I can't think of it. All right, shall we move on? Yes. Or do you want me to? Do you want me to give up, keep track myself, and just give you the answers as we go? Mm, I don't know. Six of one, half does the other. Really, we could either hear my reactions to each one at the end, or question by question. That, well, if we do it, if I think if we do it this way, it won't take as long. Okay. Because fine. I'd have to re-go over the questions. Right, right, right. So first okay. off, the name of Calvin's jungle faring alter ego is Safari Al. Of course it is. It only really appeared once, and that's super early. Yeah. Oh, I remember The name him. of Susie... Oh, yeah. The name of Susie's doll that you're going to hate yourself over is Binky Betsy. Ah! Uh, what Calvin tells Susie he has in the in the big bag, which will help him on the history test, is a severed head. <laughs> but it's it actually the Stupendous Man outfit. And I remember the fact that it was the Stupendous Man outfit, but I couldn't remember what he said to Susie. Ah! Oh, yeah. The book is called Commander Coriander Salamander and her single-hander Bellylander. Oh, God, yeah. No, I would never would have got that. That is impressive. If anybody actually was able to remember that, that is extremely impressive. Whoever was yelling at the at the podcast speakers? Totally. <laughs> it's like, why don't you remember Commander Coriander Salamander? Right. Man, and... I know I've listened to other radio shows or podcasts or where I'm just yelling the answer and be like, how do you not know this? And I'm sh- I guarantee you there are people listening to this right now being like, Dave, you're an idiot. How do you not get these? I, I do it too to the podcast and it makes no difference where they're trying to think of something. I'm just like, it's this. Yeah. Just say this. I it's know this. Binksy Betsy. Binky Betsy. Binky. Just, just answer it. God damn it. That's, that is one that I'm actually very surprised that you didn't get. I know. But it's the, it's the trying to recall it under pressure of a quiz. Totally. Versus yeah. remembering. So yeah. that's fair. Okay. Up next, we've got complete the line. This is Calvin's okay. mom says, this says volume one. Calvin says. Ah. Uh, this is volume one. Calvin says. Ah. <laughs> uh, 
some cheeky one-liner that I'm going to hate myself for not remembering. Come on, buddy. You got this one. <laughs> this, this is one that I got. Was it? Yeah. Okay. This is volume one. I can picture it. Oh, my God. I can... It's something he wrote. Yeah. It's five words. You would see that in the hint. That's why I'm giving it to you. Okay. It's like... Does that sound it's like a, a pass, his, Dave? No, it's his wish list to Santa, right? It's his letter to Santa. Yeah. <sighs> See, I can, I, I know it. This, uh, 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 something. It's something through grenade launcher. Um, yes. Um, that's the last three words. F- flamethrower through grenade launcher. Uh, no, that wouldn't be volume one. Think alphabetical. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. What is it, the first part of that? Okay, we got to keep moving. Okay, what is it? Atom bomb. Atom bomb. Damn it! You knew exactly what it was yeah. too. So that's that's just one of those situations where it's like it's in my brain. Yeah. Why can't I find the box <laughs> in my brain that it's in? Because volume one, I was thinking like TV, and I was like, wait, no, no, this is something he wrote. Oh, right, this is, yeah, okay, and want to see my letter to Santa? <sighs> yeah. This says volume one, Adam Bomb through grenade launcher, you're going to be one sad little kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> okay, thank you for making me stop. Okay, next. <laughs> what is the name of the substitute teacher who Calvin claims killed a kid? Oh, Jesus. Pass. Oh, no. Oh. Actually, pass, but I'm going to hate it. Um, Because I can picture it. <sighs> what is it? Mr. Kneecapper. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. All right, Dave. You're going to feel better after this one. Okay. You know why I know you're going to feel better after this one? Why? Because we already talked about this in okay. the first half of the podcast. Okay. What is Rosalind's boyfriend's name? Chuck. Which is a derivative. There you go. You got all three of them. (laughs) It's technically Charlie, but it's Chuck and Chaz when they're talking on the phone. Yeah. Feeling better? Ish. I still feel like I should have got some of those. And I'm I'm giving myself half points for the the wish list or Christmas letter. Okay. Because... I need to do that in order to make myself feel better. But yes, uh, kneecap or that one, I knew it was something like that. It was like something to do with a, a body part, but I, I just forgot. Ah, um, fair enough. But yeah, Chuck, Charlie, Chaz, that one, that's instant recall for me. Perfect. What is the, or what was the name of the cat who was the inspiration for Hobbes? Oh, geez. That, I don't know. Is it Felix the cat? No, it's an actual cat. An actual cat? Yeah. A tiger? Cat's name is Sprite. Oh, okay. Huh. Didn't know that. In what state does Calvin claim he lives? Oh. I feel like it's not actually a state. It's like a a, a state of something, I, I think. Okay. A state of... I don't know. This one, I it's not even... I don't think there's anything going to shake loose. That's a pass? 
Yeah. I think for for simplicity's sake, I'll wait for you to say pass. Yeah, okay. That way I don't, yeah, yeah, like, for sure. say it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that, but yes, pass. I just hate having to say pass, because it feels like I'm losing. It feels like defeat, but pass. That's also partially why I want to hear it. Uh, denial. <laughs> Damn it! I was going to say that, too, but I was like, I don't know, that seems too obvious. No, that's Shit. that's literally what it is. Trust your gut, Smith. Trust your fucking gut. <sighs> what is the name of the device Calvin adds to the duplicator to duplicate only his good side? Oh. Um. The name? Duplicate only his good side. Yeah. God, I can picture so many things of the duplicator, but can't remember that. <laughs> Pass. It is the ethicator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I feel good about you getting the next one. Okay. This one was an instant recall for me. Okay. Complete the line. It's my dessert. That's gross. Look, a thermos full of blank. Phlegm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I get, like, there's some that it's just not even, no hesitation, just like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what this is. There but then go. there's just some where it's like, I, I, I really don't know. <laughs> you may, well, you might know this one. Okay. I, I don't know. What was the name of the Spaceman Spiff precursor that Bill Watterson drew while he was in college? Oh, I actually have read this, but I, I won't be able to tell you the answer. Like, it was part of that, that book. I think it was in there, but I, I can't remember. Pass. Fair enough. Spaceman Mort. Okay. What is the name of the Chocolate Frosted Sugar Bombs mascot? Oh, man. <sighs> it's part of this balanced breakfast. This shows a guy... Uh, He's eating, eating six grapefruits. Six fruits. <laughs> and half a dozen and bran muffins. You know why you shake like that? Vitamin deficiency, I bet. <laughs> See, there's so much about it that I can... I can... Oh, God. Um, chocolate Frosty Bill's mascot. Pass. Buzzy the Hummingbird. All oh, right. <laughs> you can send away for a doll. Sweet. I'd totally have a Buzzy the Hummingbird doll if I could, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. What does Calvin transmogrify into by mistake when his balloon pops? Okay. Um, Okay, that one. Give me a sec here. Let me Uh reach into the annals of my brain. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Shit. Pass. A safe. <laughs> God damn it. Remember he has a, he pulls out his transmogrifier gun from his pocket. Yeah. He's like, my transmogrifier gun, I I'll be fine. Yeah. I'm finally safe. And then he transmogrifies himself into a safe. But then he Cause... turns himself into a light particle so he can get home in time because he's late for dinner, but then he realizes yeah. dinner's disgusting, so he wouldn't have rushed so much. Ah, see, I was thinking about the box, not the not the gun, and that's that. Ah, because he floats away on his balloon. Yeah, and then he gets way up there, and he goes past the airplane, 
and uh, he just keeps going, and then it pops. Yep. I, yep. I, I remember all of that now. And as soon as you said a save, it's like, yep, I remember all this. God damn it. I should start asking for hints. What is the only part of baseball that Calvin and Hobbes actually like? Oh, for some reason, I want to say the spitting, but I don't think that's right. It's not? Um, oh, the the arguing? Like the fighting? Uh, um, kind the, of? The kick, kicking the dirt? There you go. Kicking dust. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> it's like... I know this one. I've seen it. I can picture it. Yeah. It's just like this bigger, perpetually larger size cloud of dust. Yeah. A strike? That pitch was four feet above my head. Kick, kick, <laughs> kick, kick, kick. Yeah. Yeah. How many times does Calvin time travel? Oh, man. I'm going to guess three. Yes. Okay. I don't even know if I can name them all, but that just seemed like the right amount. Twice to the past, once to the future. Right, okay. What is the title of Calvin's school play? Okay. Um, Here's a poll. This one requires some thinking. School. Um, I can... I feel like I can picture it. I mean, worst case scenario, you could always just pick a play. But I feel like <laughs> that would be folly. <laughs> Fuck it. Death of a salesman. What? No. <laughs> He's six. So it's not death of a salesman? There's your hint. It is not death of a salesman. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Abraham Lincoln, we hardly knew ye. Okay. I don't know. Pass. I'll t- yeah, I'll, I, was, I was taking that as a pass. It's called Nutrition and the Four Food Groups. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that now, too. Yep. God damn it. There's so many that I'm disappointed with myself. But again, like, it's the pressure, and it's just like... That one, like, let's be fair. That is a deep pull. Like, that one's tough. I can assure you I did not remember that one. (laughs) But as soon as you said it, I was like, yep, there it is. I, I I remember it now. Yeah, yeah. On what date did the first Calvin and Hobbes strip appear in newspapers? Jesus. Uh, March 21st, 1985. November 18th, 1985. Well, I was close. Got the year right. Close. Well, yeah, we already talked about the year. I think I would have got the year anyway, but that that would have been about it. Yeah, it was like November 85 to December 31st, 95? I think he finished on the 31st, and that was the magical world. Let's go exploring. Yeah. Oh, love, love that, that one. Comic. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's why we did this today. Mm-hmm. All right. What is the title of the poem in which Hobbes scares a monster away? Oh. Oh, God. I can't remember, but I can picture the poem. <laughs> I always, like, I would always kind of glaze, not glaze over, but, like, the, the poems were never the ones that I really latched onto. 
but the older I get the more I appreciate them yeah I love those poems and I can almost picture the lines but I can't like it's just I'm not I'm I'm struggling to think about anything um I can't I can't picture the title what is it called an ode to my tiger no it's not Uh, okay no it's a nauseous nocturne oh yeah no I would never have got that that's fair I didn't remember the title, but I remembered that it was in the essential Calvin and Hobbes mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth. Right. Which is nothing. <laughs> all right. They, they come and then they see that there's a tiger and then they get all scared. Like he's Hobbes is sleeping the whole time. I think I, th- they just happen to see him. So I th- like, I remember, the, I remember so. the, the, the panel. I just don't remember the title. Okay. This is one that you might be able to parse out. Okay. How many Calvin and Hobbes collections, not treasuries, collections, are there? Okay. Okay. So we're talking about, like, Attack of the Killer Snow Goons. That's that's a collection? Yes. Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Monster Snow Goons would be considered a collection. But, like, okay. the Essential okay. or the Indomitable are Indispensable not. Indispensable or what? Okay, okay. Eight. Eleven. Wow, really? Yeah. Cool. Calvin and Hobbes, Something Under the Bed is Drooling, Yukon Ho, Weirdos from Another Planet, Revenge of the Babysat, Scientific Progress Goes Boink, Attack of the Deranged Monster and Killer Snow Goons, The Days Are Just Packed, Homicidal Psycho Jungle Cat, There's Treasure Everywhere, and It's a Magical World. Huh. I have most of those, but not all of them. So that that does that that doesn't help. Nope. Okay, eleven, cool. But every what? one of those titles I recognize. Like I think, had yeah. I, you know, if you really, if I, if I had half a day to be able to kind of sit through and think about all the different titles and everything, I could probably come up with them. Yeah. But in thirty seconds, it's kind of hard. Oh yeah, no, that's fair. Eight's uh, yeah. I don't think you're too far off. Yeah. What does Calvin get Susie for her birthday? For her birthday. For Valentine's Day, he gets her a bunch of dead flowers from the dumpster and a card. For her birthday... Oh, this is going to be another one that I hate myself for if I pass on it. Um, For her birthday... <sighs> okay. <laughs> I am right, right? It's not it's not the flowers. No, you were that that's are... Valentine's Day. Yeah, you got okay. that right. Okay. Well, the Valentine's Day part, yes. Yeah. Ah. Uh, God. I can picture them playing house. I can picture them playing like doctor and nurse and like again, like it's one of those I can picture everything except for the one that they're asking me. Ah, uh, pass. A bike horn. Bike horn. Oh, I'm not sure I actually remember that. Fair enough. Okay. Well, now I feel less awful. I feel like it would have been something that was like, oh, yeah, totally, but I, uh, less so. Okay. <sighs> a model of what kind of dinosaur is outside the Natural History Museum that Calvin's family visits? Uh, is that the saber-toothed tiger? That's not a dinosaur. So. That's, so, no. That's inside. Okay. <laughs> Um, (laughs) 
maybe Dave should have spent a little bit more time in that <laughs> science class. And uh... I, I just remember because when they're at the museum, he's talking to Hobbs about the saber tooth tiger. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's and... that is inside. Okay. Yeah. But this is what's um, in front of. A, uh, Brontosaurus? Or Brachiosaurus? Nope. Tyrannosaurus? Nope. Nah, I don't know. Pass. It is a Stegosaurus. Ah, shit. Yep. Yep. Remember that now. As soon as I say it, you're like, and now I see the panel in my head. Yeah, exactly. Great. It just like it comes, hits you like a shot of cold water. <sighs> you're uh, not sucking great. No, no. But I have faith that you're gonna get a few more before we're done. Okay. Also, this is a super well made and super hard quiz. So, oh, well I was, done to whoever made this. I was very serious about finding yeah. a, a tricky quiz, something that will make you think rather than well, just being not... like. Yeah, what does yeah. Drow stand for? Yeah, exactly. It's... What? Yeah. Everybody so who reads Calvin that... and Hobbes knows that, but... Yeah, I, I would rather do poorly and have a better quiz, so I'm okay with how this is going. I mean, I'm, I would like to be doing better, but anyway. Because you've gotten six and a half? Ugh. Out of 25? Yikes. So there's five left. Gonna, I'm not even going to get a 50%. That's crazy. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Huh. Okay, well, except my But again, fate. a tough one. Yeah. Although I, I do wish you would have gotten some of the the ones that I'm like, how did Dave not remember Deny? I know. Or Binky Betsy. <laughs> right, yeah. There's some that I'm, a, I'm embarrassed about for sure. That's okay. So, but here's here's what you got to think about. If this is like trailing in a, in a game, is breaking it down into sets of five. You've got five <laughs> questions left. Win these five, right? That way you okay. can end on a yeah. good note. There we go. Okay. What are the names of the aliens who help Calvin with his leaf collection? Oh, the names of the aliens. Yes. Okay. I don't Um, want you just to talk about him cutting a bunch of maple leaves into fun shapes. (laughs) Oak leaves? Might have been oak leaves. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember. Um... It's another really deep pull. It is. Because, again, like, it's one of those things I can absolutely picture everything about it, except for their goddamn names. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get it. Can't do it. Pass. Galaxoid and Nebular. Yeah. I, I'm... I, I'm I'm up. I'm upset that I don't know it, but I, that that would have been a really, really tough one to actually get. That one's tough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's another one to try and parse out. Okay. Excluding the complete Calvin and Hobbes collection. Yeah. What is the smallest number of books a person can own to have every reprinted Calvin and Hobbes strip? Okay. That's also a very good question. Oh, it really is. Yeah. David Seven. Doing his favorite subject, math. <laughs> it is Did not you get seven. My answer? It is not seven. Higher or lower? Oh, are we playing this game? Higher. I don't. Higher. Oh, okay. Uh, eight. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> 
Again, I was like, well, I answered eight for my last one, so that doesn't... Uh, I'm not going to answer eight this time. Seven. God, shit. Again, trust your fucking instincts, Dave. Yep. <sighs> should have. Uh, for the record, it is the essential Calvin and Hobbes, the authoritative okay. Calvin and Hobbes, the indispensable yeah. Calvin and Hobbes, mm-hmm. Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Monster Snow Goons, okay. The Days Are Just Packed, Homicidal Psycho Jungle Cat, There's Treasure Everywhere, and It's a Magical World. See, and I knew because there was, like, I knew the indispensable and the essential and the, like, all of those. I, I was kind of going through, but I was like, there are some that didn't get packed into, like, a, in a, 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 treasury. a treasury. Yeah. Like, the days are just packed and there's treasure everywhere. They just, they were standalones. Well, and they were, like, that weird long book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they didn't fit, pro- yeah. Whereas, like, the indispensable and the, the uh, essential, they were, like, taller than they were long right so yeah um are you taking a half point for that for getting it on your second guess to give yourself a full point off of the other one you gave yourself a half for (laughs) no i'm just i'm I'm just accepting that i didn't get that because i should have gone with eight originally and got the full point so i'm just i'm I'm cutting my losses okay three i i I gotta get at least one of these last three i am sure you will get one okay great like positive okay I'm hopeful that you'll get more. <laughs> what name does Calvin give his fictitious little brother in his letter to Santa? Uh, this is like a one-panel reference. Yeah, I, I, I do not know. Pass. Melville. Melville! Oh, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Again, as soon as you hear it, it's like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's that would have taken me a long time if I got it at all. But yeah, now that you mentioned, like, of course it's Melville. Why wouldn't yeah. it be? Okay, I, I, I feel good about you for this one. Okay. I'm, I'm investing hope. <laughs> Complete the line. Maybe I can get a few slow motion replays of the time I smacked Susie upside the head with a blank. Snowball. Ice ball. Slush ball. You got it on your third try. Okay. I was like, wait, it's not. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was one of those, but I was just like, wait, no, snowball doesn't make sense. That's not right. Cause they just have snowball fights all the time. It was something more than that. He makes slush balls. Yeah. Your call on how you want to score that. I'm counting that as a win. Cause I knew exactly what it was. And I, I it was like, wait, no, that's, I, I got it underneath the... I, I'm, I'm counting it based on the way the rest of my week, uh, quiz has been going, so... <laughs> okay, that's fine. And I mean, you knew it. It's mm-hmm. And you you said them as fast as you possibly could to get there. Yeah. Well, because it was like... I knew it was, it was like snowball. Wait, no. Ice ball, no. When, oh, no, it was a slush ball. Like, it was, it was just kind of like working it out in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Final question in... <sighs> A surprisingly difficult Calvin and Hobbes yes. quiz. Seriously. What does the U stand for in the Stupendous Man acronym? Whoa. Okay, now you got to give me a second here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take your time. Dave has to uh, write out the entire Stupendous Man acronym now <laughs> in his notebook. Okay. God, Stupendous Man was awesome. Yes, he was. I feel like... 
because he and Spaceman Spiff were both so good, but there's something about Stupendous Man. <sighs> you and Stupendous Man. Every letter stands for something. Yeah. Um. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to guess Undercover. You are close. The you and Stupendous Man is underwear. Red. Oh! <laughs> right. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Damn, so, that was... Poof. Seven and a half out of 30? Yeah. Wow. With a I'm few kind of that, ashamed. With a few that I'm like, if you were sitting here writing it out... Yeah. Maybe you would have gotten... But at the same time, like I said when we first started at the beginning of this, there is a time limit on this. So you could get it wrong while you're trying to parse it out, but it mm-hmm. like the clock is always running. Yeah. Yeah, that, that added time pressure. Because like, you, you said there's, what, 10 minutes? 10 minutes to do the 30 questions, yeah. And we're, we're closing in on an hour. I mean, yeah. that's, with, that's prior to you editing, but... Oh, yeah, I'm going to cut us, some of your, your thinking out. Yeah, so from us starting to hit record to ending a record is just shy of an hour, including all my pauses and thinking and everything. But my God, that's uh, like 10 minutes? Oh, God, oh, that yeah. would be incredible amount of pressure. I think the one that I'm the saddest you didn't get is Jams. Mm, yeah. Uh, and maybe Bingy Betsy. And Mr. Kneecapper. I feel bad about that one, too. Those are the three that I'm I'm, I'm the, the most upset about, too. That's fair. And then uh, some of them, it's just like the like his play. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, man. I'm actually, like, that's a... Because I kind of remember the story that surrounded that one, but I, I it would have taken me a long time to get to that. But now, as soon as you said it, I was like, shit. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can picture all of that happening right, right yeah. now. Nutrition in the four free groups, right. Yeah. Exactly. And the safe. I'm surprised you didn't get the safe. Because that was a fast if, one for me. I, I think had I... Because, th- again, I was thinking the box, not the ray. And as soon right. as you said the ray, I was like, of course. Then he blasts himself and turns... I'm safe, yeah. And it's just like, again, just not thinking in the right context. So well, there you go, man. Seven yeah. and a half out of 30. Yikes. Well, I hope everybody listening who is big fans did better than I did. And we're keeping score at home. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Both the topic and that quiz, even though I sucked at it. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Yeah, thank you for the topic. Um, I guess that's it. You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with you. And we are at Guys from Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From, or, and this is a rather tall order, get Bill Watterson to come out of retirement. I told you, it's a tall order. Have him write a bunch of new Calvin Hobbes comics, and in those comics, have him lace in a bunch of questions that you want us to answer, and maybe if Bill Watterson is listening, he wants us to answer as well. Um, it's hard, but totally doable. <coughs> yeah. <laughs>
If you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can any way you can. And the best thing you can do to help us get the podcast out there is to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. We're available pretty much on all of the podcatchers. And if I've missed one, let me know and I will fix it. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? This question was brought up on a show I was working on last week. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie or no? I don't have an answer for you right now, but I suggest you watch Die Hard again and get back to me on your thoughts, and I will get back to you on mine. Sean? Uh, it is. On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this authoritative podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every weekday, throwback tracks on Thursdays, movies, The Simpsons, Dave's going to write about Calvin and Hobbes at some point in the future, I am sure, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Probably. And where can they find that when I write that? www.theguysfrom.com Aw, yeah. For more pop culture-y horror goodness, check out The Dark Half on Instagram. It is where I'm doing horror stuff now and getting to talk a little bit, recently at least, about the sweet new Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom stuff. And also, when was the last time you read Calvin and Hobbes? I can ensure you both Dave and I are going to spend some time after recording this with one of the books. Maybe you should, too. Aw, hell yeah. Special thanks to The Sweets for our wonderful opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And, as always, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Fireflies and Stardust. This has been episode 198 of The Guys From Podcast, the podcast that goes boink. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but apparently our appreciation for Calvin and Hobbes. I usually put a joke in here, but I don't really feel like it. It's just a great comic. Yeah. Good addition, Dave. 